0: Fully accepting the risk, and now we do often go. Yeah, I get it. I'm taking a risk. I'm, I'm going to accept this. And you know, I know that when I trade, I'm I'm putting twenty dollars down, and this is my risk to reward, and X Y Z. And you know, these are all the basic good aspects of it that you need to have from a, a logical point of view. But if we're trying to beat the emotional one that trumps us all the time, the emotional brain that kicks our ass, the emotional brain that goes into fight or flight as soon as we take one loss, then we need to understand what's happening. And the reason I use the term fight or flight is because that's what our primitive brains are made to do. We take a loss. We go backwards. We're losing money. We're like, ah, I don't want to go back anymore. I got to fight. I got to get this money back. I got to get back to break even. Good morning, good afternoon and good evening. My name is Jake and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth takes center stage. Have you ever felt stuck Like, you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Success Success Shift. It's Tuesday, it's April, it's all things new, new month, new week, and um, I'm very excited. My mum is coming at the end of this week and if you were on these calls, Back last year when they were arriving, you might realize that I'm a big mama's boy and I'm very, very excited for my mum to arrive. Um, being a traveler and being out and around the world, I haven't seen her anywhere near as much as I'd like to in the last five years. It's the third time I've seen her in about five or six years. So I'm extremely excited for that. I'm extremely happy and extremely grateful that she was able to save up and make things happen and get over here because she was just over here in August last year for the birth of my son. And now she's coming back again, Um, you know, traveling to the other side of the world literally isn't the cheapest. And so I'm very grateful that she was able to make that happen. Very grateful for the lovely transport that we have and the fact you can jump on a plane and end up anywhere in the world within, you know, a day or two. And I'm very, very grateful that, um, yeah, I just get get to see her, that she wants to be obviously around her grandson and that we're going to have the whole family together so that's made me very happy I'm very excited for that Chuck some gratitude in the chats you know I love reading the gratitude you know I love sharing about it every single day um the whole point of this gratitude exercise is to find gratitude in morning and night so that we can start to shift our internal being our inner smile as um Diana Rice who was helping me out at the start of this podcast she was doing one day a week and she shared with us the internal smile from her qigong and i really like that idea so you know finding gratitude gives us that internal smile and allows us to shift the energies from within and bring that positive energy to the outside i apologize if uh you can hear my son in the background he's teething at the moment so he's a bit of an uncomfortable state I'm a bit uh a bit extra moody today in the last couple of days But as the chat rolls in, I'm grateful for friends I've made in this community. Yeah, it's really, really helpful. I'm so glad you've been able to make friends. I think having a community, like if you're a trader, and this is one of the things, trading is such an individual sport or art or whatever you want to call it, job, profession, Um but it's so helpful to have a group and a community and people to learn from and people to bounce ideas off of and people to talk to when you're having hard times and people to hold your hand and people to be there as a guidance and people to be there as inspiration and it really does help when you're having especially during the harder times to have a community around so I'm super grateful for you I'm super glad for you and grateful for you yeah and that you found um friends and others in the community don't forget to check your chats your gratitude in the chat and we will get started here today i want to talk about something we touched on yesterday in the trading call and it's something that i've been looking at over the weekend and kind of yesterday we spoke about cutting your losses so when you're in a trade and it's not going your way and your ability to exit the trade either early or now for all of us that aren't listening to this that aren't in our community you might not have a stop loss which I highly don't recommend but everyone trading style is different if you do not have a trading stop loss a stop loss um, make sure you've got a mental one at least and that you're exiting those on point because what happens is when you don't cut your losses or you don't have a stop loss or you don't have an exit strategy um, you can easily get sucked into these account crippling um, losses and we really got to look at why we struggle to cut losses. Now, in our strategy, for example, we have a bunch of exits, which we look at to exit the trade. However, we do always have a stop loss. But when you're first starting, sometimes you don't think about the exits. All you think about is the stop loss. So you can either trade based on exits. Does it reach this exit? I'm exiting out if that's going to happen because this is showing me that the trade that I'm in is actually going against what I'm thinking and it's going to be doing the opposite. So I should exit. However, a lot of people, especially myself, when starting and still now, Um, I look at it as in, well, I've got my stop loss in place. So no point in taking the the early exit. I'm just going to go let it hit my stop loss. And I can tell you right now that that's not the best attitude to have, but it comes with a bit of a caveat. So the reason we don't cut our losses is a couple of things. And we can go down the path of fear and greed, and it really depends on you and the person and trader you are. But we do branch out into a couple of areas. So the reason cutting your loss is hard is because of the emotional baggage that you have with that trade. And so if you find cutting your losses difficult, it's because you're not trading logically, you're trading with emotion. So straight away, I can tell you, and this is hard for some people because some people are very good traders and they are very level-headed. But if you look at a trade and you've entered this trade and it's turning around on you, going the opposite direction, and you start to see something that presents itself. As say you're in a buy and you start to see really bearish um candles presenting and maybe candle patterns, and maybe it breaks a structure down to this to the selling side, and you choose to stay in your trade. It's because you have a um directional bias. Lots of the time, especially when you're you're new, you're in a buy and it starts to do these things you won't actually physically see them you won't even see that they're there because all you're going to be doing is looking for buying signals to prove that your initial trade was correct so what happens sometimes is you'll get in a buy it will turn it will sell it'll break structure retest it and then get a bearish candle and you're like oh the retest for the previous structure is actually oh no see this is where it's going to turn around and then you get a bearish candle and you're like oh it's all right, this is just creating the second leg of a W, it's going to turn around again. And you, you keep justifying it to yourself over and over again and eventually hit your stop loss. Now, the reason we have stop loss is really good. If you're not trading a stop loss, you run the risk of doing serious damage to your account, serious damage to your emotions and serious damage uh, possibly to your financial state. But the benefit that we have is having exits and a stop loss. Now, a stop loss is kind of like a fail safe. And I think if we can shift our perspective on on the way we look at this, you might be able to take losses easier. So when there's a stop loss, if we see that as our fail safe, not as our exit plan, then we may be able to shift our perspective on, okay, the exits that we see that present themselves, the exits that we take, you know, if it's an LC exit, is it an exit zone exit? Is it a VBC exit? These are actually what we're going to exit on. The stop loss is there in case something tragic happens in the market, in case something unpredictable shoots our trade off in the wrong direction, in case it just absolutely fires off and we doesn't have an exit, or in case it's trending and for some reason does something that we can't predict and it doesn't give us an exit, rather than just losing all our money because we haven't found an exit yet, it's just going to take it out at a place that we deem reasonable. Now, I think a lot of people jumping into trading don't really understand the concept of what we're doing by putting a stop loss in place. And the idea here is risk management. And it's really, really, really good to have an understanding of risk management. I'm going to risk 1% in my trade. So therefore, I need to use this lot size at this level. And when it hits that, I've lost my 1%. This is really, really good. And understanding risk management is probably one of the most important things to trading, especially profitable trading. But I want to take this in a different direction in the sense of we need to understand what this actually means to us. So when we say we're losing 1%, yes, that is exactly what we're doing. And if you look at a strategy over a period of time, we only want to risk 1%, we're going to hit these targets, and this is going to be our 2%. And this is all really, really, really good and important. I don't want to take away from that. But from the emotional side of things, you have to look at what is it to you, because 1% of an account is going to be a different financial um, dollar. And again, I think I was talking about cognitive dissonance where you have to hold two competing ideas in your head at the same time. Um, This is going to possibly be one of those situations where I say you want to think in probabilities and you want to think in percentages and you don't want to think about the dollar amount. But until you're at that stage of compound interest where you really are narrowed down on your trades and you know exactly what you're doing and you can follow your trading plan and everything is on point, then we need to be able to realize that we can't disassociate from the number too much. So this is very contradictory. And I I know that I'm saying this, but we want to think in percentages. We don't want to look at the dollar and be like, okay, yes, um, you know, this isn't enough Or I want more and get greedy relative to the dollar amount. But we do also need to keep in mind what we're actually doing here. We are trading money. We are putting dollars on the line in order to, have a high probability chance, which is our edge, of receiving more increased money, okay? And I think a lot of the time, especially when you get to a certain level, you do disassociate from the numbers, which is good practice, which is good trading. But what can happen is over-trading becomes nothing to you because you don't realize that you're just throwing money at the wall. If you've got an account, let's say you're doing a challenge or let's say you've got $10,000 in the account or let's say we've even got $1,000 in the account, Okay. So you got $1,000 in your account, and you're going to risk 2% per trade. Okay, so that's $20. Now, I know for a fact that some people, when they overtrade, they'll take 10 trades, and that could be done. Like, put some ones in the chat if you've taken one or two trades, and then you've taken a loss, and you've got emotional, and within the next five minutes, you've ended up taking like another three or four or five trades even. Because I know I have. Yep, definitely. Yep, sure have. Okay, we've all been there, especially as scalpers, it's very easy to get that revenge trading, you know, I've lost this trade, like, I got to get another one, I got to get another one. What I want you to think about, when you're doing that, is, if every trade you're risking is $20, when you've got one, two, three, four, five, you've just gone, and you're just flicking $20 back to no one, you're like, no, 20, 20, 20, I don't care anymore, let's just throw $20 at the wall and see if one of them sticks. Okay, so you do have to understand that we are still financially using our money. And as soon as you're going like this, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, you're basically gambling. You may as well have gotten five of them over leveraged, had patience and put it into a proper trade. But instead, no, we we freak, we, we panic and we go, ah, okay. And so the reason I say this is because there's two reasons why we don't cut our losses. One is the ego telling us, I don't want to be wrong. It's an emotional attachment. Now, remember I said cutting your losses is hard because of the emotional attachment. If you don't have an emotional attachment to the trade, cutting your loss is easy. It's a probability thing. It's like, oh, this is losing probability. It's going in the wrong direction. It's easy to cut your loss. If there's no money attached to it, no ego attached to it, cutting your loss is very easy. But of course, we're humans. We have emotion. We have ego. We don't want to be wrong. We don't want to lose the money. Maybe we don't want to be wrong again because that means that we associate our correctness with our ability to trade. So if we lose this trade, then we're no good at trading, right? We we are talking about that previously, our association of who we are as traders to our results. We shouldn't be doing that either. But the important thing here is one, cutting your loss is difficult because the emotion that you attach to the trade, if there's no emotion, cutting your loss is easy. But the emotions that we do hold to it, one is our ego saying, I don't want to be wrong. I've maybe lost two trades before. I don't want to lose a third one because then I'm not a good trader. It's not, it's not the right way of thinking, but it's what the brain does, the way we associate. The second one is you haven't fully accepted the risk. And so if you haven't fully accepted the amount of money that you're putting on the line, and I mean 110% accepted the fact that by pressing this button now, you are saying goodbye to this dollar amount. See you later. Do not care if you come back because I have accepted the risk. The probabilities is say that hopefully you'll come back with more, but if you do not and it's gone, it does not matter because I have accepted the fact that it's gone. Now, if you have accepted that 110%, fully accepted the fact that this is the amount I'm willing to risk on this trade, if it's gone, it's going to have no impact on me, there is no emotional baggage left with that dollar amount, then cutting your loss is easy. Staying in the trade until it plays out properly is easy because we don't have the emotional attachment to it anymore. We've already accepted that it could be gone. And so from that point on, everything else is a bonus. Everything else is more. When it turns into profit, okay, great. It's doing what it's meant to do. Give me some signal so I can respond in the way that I usually respond to take some profits off the table oh, look, this is going the opposite way. Here's something that tells me that this is going the opposite way. I've already given my $20 back, but if I actually exit now, I get $10 back. So I've accepted the risk of $20 going. This is showing me that the trade's going to turn around. You know what? Why don't I take $10 and just call it a day? Save it, get into the next one. Does this make sense to people? Please check someone's in the chat if you understand the importance of fully accepting the risk. And now we do often go, yeah, I get it. I'm taking a risk. I'm I'm going to accept this. And, you know, I know that when I trade, I'm, I'm putting $20 down and this is my risk to reward and X, Y, Z. And, you know, these are all the basic good aspects of it that you need to have from a, a logical point of view. But if we're trying to beat the emotional one that trumps us all the time, the emotional brain that kicks our ass, the emotional brain that goes into fight or flight as soon as we take one loss, then we need to understand what's happening. And the reason I use the term Fight or flight is because that's what our primitive brains are made to do. We take a loss, we go backwards, we're losing money. We're like, ah, I don't want to go back anymore. I got to fight. I got to get this money back. I got to get back to break even. You know, we are trained from our primal era to defend ourselves. If we start to lose, if we start to lose our ego, if we start to get beaten, if people take from us, just grab and take. You defend yourself. And I, I mean, not being sexist, but men tend to have more of this because back in the day, we were the warriors, the protectors. That's how it was meant to be. So we get very agitated and very aggressive and very happy on the trigger. And we find it hard to let our ego go and go, hey, you know what? That's just part of it. I, like, I don't need to get defensive. I don't need to fight. You know, it's like if you are in a street fight and you can tell someone's really, really angry at you and coming at you, if you react, you become just as bad and you end up getting hit and going down and it's just messy. If you can understand the situation and respond in a sense that goes, I see this is not what I want to be a part of. And you just walk away. You win the same thing on the charts. If you see the candles move and you react, you take losses and you end this fight with the charts. And let me tell you something. The charts are always going to win because they have no emotion. They have no prerogative and they have no direction and they have no remorse. So you're never going to win that fight. You're just going to beat yourself down. But if you can respond and go, ah, okay, this is attacking. This is coming against me. I don't want a part of this. I'm just going to out and walk this way. Wait until it's calmed down. Wait until there's something else that presents itself. Then you're going to win every time because you're not going to be in situations that tear you apart. So we have to really look at this in a sense of what is it that's happening on the charts and what is it that's happening in me? This fight or flight happens as soon as these losses start happening because we haven't taught our emotional brain how to respond in a way that's not detrimental to ourselves. We need to get in situations where we go, okay, I can see, and we speak about this, pattern recognition. I can see that I've taken a loss and that I'm feeling irate. I'm feeling upset. I'm feeling, I don't know, hurt that I've lost. I'm feeling disappointed in myself. Whatever the emotions that you're feeling, and you need to then continue to get to a point where you go, I see this behavior or this emotion coming up. My usual behavior is to fight back, trade emotionally, trade in a sense that's going to make me just give back all my money. Or, hang on, why don't I actually think smart and respond in a way that's better for me, patent interrupt, and maybe do a lap around my chair. Maybe go get a glass of water and come back. Maybe actually write that trade in my journal And all the emotions that I felt to give myself a cooling down period and to the point where I'm not actually frustrated and emotional. If we can do that, if we can understand ourselves and go into trades without this emotional baggage compared to, oh no, I've lost the trade, my ego, I want to fight back. No, because what happens then the next trade, you don't want to cut your losses. You see it going down a little bit and you're like, no, not again. I'm still in fight mode, you know? I don't want to lose any more money. I want to get back to break even. I want to all these negative things based around emotion that is very butting heads in a sense. And so when we get into these stages of I've lost, I'm now emotional. Of course, you don't want to cut your loss because you're admitting defeat again, because you're trading emotionally. Right? On the contrary, if you have fully accepted your risk, then you're not in any fight because you've already given it away. If you have fully accepted the amount of money that you're willing to risk on this trade and it starts to do things that are not in your favor, it's like, oh, well, what's the, you know, I'll actually take $10 by le- by walking away now. Think about it in the sense of I've risked $20. I see an exit. Someone's going to pay me $10 to get out. Like, you know what, man, just here, take 10 and just leave. Like, don- don't even bother. All right, sweet. It's not I'm gonna lose this anyway. I may as well get out ahead. But we don't. We hold on. We, we let our ego take over. We get frustrated. Frustrated and annoyed in the chat. Okay, so the two things I want you to look at, and this is different for everyone, right? It comes from fear and greed. You can enter a trade in greed and then manage a trade in fear. You know, we talk about I talk about the emotional state of your trades in three phases: before, during, and after. Don't be confused in the sense that you can enter a trade out of greed and immediately switch into very fearful management of trading. How do you remove that fear? By accepting the risk before you get in. What are you fearful of? You're fearful of losing money. Once you're in the trade, you're fearful of giving back money. But if you've already accepted the risk, if you've already 100% agreed with the aspect that this money that you've got is possibly going to go down the toilet, it does not matter, I'm okay with that, then cutting your losses is much easier. There's no fight. There's no anguish. There's no attachment emotionally to the trade because it's not a fight back for the money anymore. Please check some ones in the chat if I'm making sense with this, because I know this was a turning point for me. And in my journal, I literally have, wow, huge smiley face. I fully accepted the risks and it was so much easier to manage this trade. And like, highlighted fully fully accepted the risk not just like yeah okay i know i'm risking let's get into the trade like no this trade is actually only 70 percent of what i like and i'm actually going to risk this and i don't want to risk this okay we have some ones coming in the chat ones 100 great so there's a little exercise that i've been doing this last week and a half and it's really shifted my perspective on this um and i don't even i don't know if i can show you here but i'll see if i can do this i've got a little r uh, on the table just here and over this side excuse the mess i've got a couple coffees. but over this side if you can see it uh, just here i've got a little dollar sign okay check some ones in the chat if you can see that or if it was too much of a mess <laughs> yep people can see it okay good so basically what this little object this little exercise does and this isn't for everyone keep in mind this is just depending on how your brain works and and how you function but it has been working for me so what on the dollar side what you do is you go out and you actually get the amount of money that you are going to risk on your trade so say you've got a five thousand dollar account that you're trading with at the moment um and you often risk two percent then you want to make sure that you can get out of that a hundred dollars is that right yeah i think that's right um yeah so you want to make sure that you're getting the amount that you often risk and you're putting it on that dollar 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 sign there now you can get a stack if you want you can get a a water cash if if that's how you you can function and then you can take like in the example we had a thousand dollars so you you could put a hundred dollars on the thing and every time you get a twenty dollar note you look at it and you put it on the right hand side so for me i've gone and i've gotten my hands on a nice 200 euro note very very nice and on the other side I've actually taped my lovely wife and baby to it because I know that when I trade there's two things that bring my emotion is it's one when I fail or lose I feel like I'm letting them down and so that for me brings a lot of emotion into my trading and two obviously the financial side right so what I've done here is I've tape st- them together and every time I'm about to enter the trade I'll take it from let's dollar sign I'll look at it and I'll go am I will- really w- willing to get rid of this $200 right now? Like, am I this sure that this trade is going to be a positive one? Like, does it really follow my trading plan to the T? Am I taking some risks by doing this? No, I fully accept the fact that I'm willing to risk this 200 for what it can return. Okay. I look at the picture of my beautiful wife and my baby, and I go, will you be disappointed in me if for making this particular trade? as it is according to my trading plan no i think he will back me and support me okay i can move it over to my risk side and then i can enter the trade okay so you're bringing an attachment to the things that a bring emotion and b that you're actually risking and this will hopefully let allow you to preserve your capital more because it's so easy to just click the button and forget that every time you do that you're going to be like for me every time i click that button and i'm just frustrated I'm be throwing these $200 just like, yeah, whoever wants them, go get them, go on. I'm just throwing them away without any, any association, you know, and would I be able to sit there with my wife and just throw $200 out the window when she was just like, what are you doing? No, I wouldn't. And so I've got a picture of them. I've got the $200 and every time I take a trade, pick it up. Am I really willing looking at my wife, looking at the amount of money that I'm risking? Yes. For this trade, I am. Now, If the trade doesn't work out, but I've followed it 100% to my trading plan, I'm okay with that because I've made the risk. I've fully accepted it. You know what? The money, it did go. This trading does come with risk. It is part of the whole thing. That's okay. You will take losses. You will take losses when you hit a trade that's exactly as your trading plan. This is trading. However, over time, the probability given by your edge should be much higher that you'll win than lose. And so you can't get defeated. You can't beat yourself up. You can't go, oh, I'm no good at trading just because you lose one trade. A good fighter gets hit once. They don't go, oh, I'm a shit fighter. I'm going to just curl over and die. No, they go, oh, well, that got me. I'll just stand back up and continue doing what I know how to do. Good surfer, when they get dumped by a wave, they don't go, I'm a useless surfer. They go, oh, that was a big wave. They go back out and do exactly the same thing again. Good musician, they miss a note. They don't go, oh, I'm a sh- useless musician, I'm quitting. No, they pretty much seamlessly play through it. There's musicians that make bad notes all the time and pe- most people won't even realize. Same with traders. They make a trade, doesn't go their way. Oh, okay, move on. We cannot bring association of who we are as people and our skill level to one trade. Now, if you've done months and months and months following a trading plan perfectly, perfectly, and it's still losing, then you can go, okay, maybe my trading plan needs some adjusting if you take loss after loss after loss after loss after loss loss with no wins then you go okay i need to readjust something with me if you can keep winning but you don't have long-term profits which is what most of us does most of us are in the situation you go okay i know how to trade what else is it inside me my emotions that i can maybe adjust maybe i can shift which is i'm assuming what all of you are doing while we're being on this call okay i hope that makes sense Um, is a really big turning point for me. And cutting losses is really like, I don't want to say it's 50%, but it really does help. And if you can shift your perspective on it, then taking the early exit should be easy. But just lastly, on the contrary, if you don't like taking early exits and you always hit stop loss, that's okay too. You can have the stop loss, but understand that when you enter the trade, you 100% have to accept the fact that it... If you don't make money, you're going to lose this exact amount. And if maybe hitting that stop loss beats you up inside, reduce your lot size. Take your risk down. Bring it to something that goes, oh, you know what? Yeah, that did suck, $10. But, you know, I can lose $10 because I'm learning. If you're risking like $500 and that just destroys your livelihood at the moment, everyone's different, right? So the financial, the number itself is going to be 100% different to you. But you got to get to a point where you go, I can actually risk this amount. Like I'm willing to put this down and say I'm okay with losing that. I've done everything I know how to do, and this isn't going to destroy me. Put the put the money down. I can move on with this trade. All right. So try that exercise for yourself if you think that'll work for you. I know it's been nice for me, it's been working well. Um, make sure that you just fully accept the risk, and like you'll know when you think about it before you before you press the button, and you will be able to leave that trade and feel like, wow, I actually that time fully accepted the risk and I know how that feels now and I was able to manage it in a different way and I was able to look at the trading in a different way and I was able to hopefully come out with some positive points. Okay? Well, that's the end of our time now. Jump on over to the other call, to the traders, to the people listening on the podcast. Much love. I'll speak to you on Thursday. Just reading through the chat here. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, So good. Thanks for showing up and sharing i will shift my mindset as i implement your ideas experience and knowledge i love that yes you will and you will make it to a profitable state of trading all right everyone for now i shall shoot off to our trading call but uh to the rest of us much love and speak to you on thursday bye